Welcome to CareerPod, brought to you by Transition Solutions. Your host for today's episode is a member of the CareerPod team, Mr. Gary Walrap. Today we are speaking with uh, Levi Downing, a very experienced, award-winning car sales professional. Levi, good morning and thank you very much for participating in CareerPod. Well, good morning to you too. Thanks for having me. Okay, what I'd like to do is start uh, back in your early years and tell us a little about, uh, you know, your educational uh, preparation and uh, your entry into the field of automobile sales. Well, I I graduated from high school in 1969, and I went to Boston State College for two years. Okay. And then I left Boston State College, and I entered into the, the clothing business in, in like the late 70s. And then I left the clothing business and I went to Logan Airport and I was a sky cap at Logan Airport, always in the people business. Okay. And and then I left the airport when they put in the carts that people pick up their luggage with. Sure. And I went and I entered the car business in 1983. Okay. And I've been in the car business from 83 to 2020. Fantastic. Were you always in the sales capacity or did you, did you do other things? I was always in sales and I had a little management experience for a short period of time. Okay. Uh, what uh, types of cars were you selling? Pardon me? What types of cars were you selling in those early years? I started, I started at Mitsubishi in uh, 1983. Okay. Japanese imports, good. So, mm-hmm. when did you feel that you said you said to yourself, "Gee, this is good. I like this business." Did that happen for you right away? Right away, my first day in the business, I, I enjoyed every minute of it. That's great. Uh, and I know there uh, many changes have occurred through the years, uh, and you've have to you had to adapt to them. But I'd like to learn a little bit about your tasks and responsibilities. Uh, Basically, by learning, you know, the pre-sales activities, what you do mm-hmm. before the customer walks into the showroom. Then we'll talk about what, when they're in the showroom, how you approach them, and then after mm-hmm. the sale is made, what you do. So, on a pre-sales basis, uh, what goes on? Uh, and I'm, I'm assuming we're, we're talking about selling new automobiles, brand name automobiles. Right. So, what happens mm-hmm. in, in the pre-sales? Well, area in in this day and age customers are more uh i say intelligent about the car before they even get here yes yeah and and when they come into the dealership uh the meet and greet is is one of the most important aspects of selling a a, a car okay and people being friendly in this business uh especially when they first come in you say uh you know welcome to the store that you're at, right? How can I help you? How can I be of service to you? What brings you in today? Okay, you would ask. Then, you would ask them that, yeah. Yes, okay. and then you would tell them your name, All and, right. uh, and what would they like to look at today? Right. And they would tell you. Okay. And then it's your job to go through, like, if they want to come and look at a particular automobile, and there's like five levels in that automobile 
Okay. Your job is to find out which level is going to fit their needs and wants. Okay, that can be tricky, can it? Uh, that's where your product knowledge has to come into play. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So how do you get? How do you figure that out, or how do you find that out? You know what level they're really looking for. Is it a price okay. point? Is it a budget? How does that work? It's a combination of, of uh, those uh, combinations. Uh, my my job is to, like, I have cars on the showroom floor in yeah. every model that they're looking at. Okay. So the presentation starts from the walk around to explain the car. Okay. And now you go to the levels of car. Is leather important to you? No, I don't like leather. Do okay. you know you're not in the middle of the line? You're in the entry level. Okay. A base. Always entry. Got it. Mm-hmm. And is the, is the customer usually predisposed, and they they generally have something in, in their mind about an automobile that they like. It could be, uh, it could be uh, anything. It could be color. It could be level. It, it could be special features. So mm-hmm. you have to sort of figure that out, don't you? Or will they yes. tell? They'll tell you. I, I imagine. That's building a rapport with your customer. Okay. So, so you're interviewing your customer as you're doing the walk around and the presentation of the vehicle. Okay. And All there's right. a time to talk and there's a time to listen. Yes. Understandable. So after that is done, uh, you know, we have this uh, driving of the automobile, a sort of a test drive. Uh, right. How do you approach That's- that? Do you do you uh, if if a customer says I'd like to take it for a drive, I'm sure you're going to mm-hmm. say fine. But what if they're not too uh, concerned about that? How do you how do you work that in? With, you know, because they do have to drive it before they buy it, I assume. Oh, positively. Because yeah. what other automobiles are you going to be looking at? Yeah, if you're looking at our competition, quite obviously each car is going to drive differently. Okay. So you're here at this moment. How much time do you have? I know your time is very important because people's time is very important. So you ask them how much time they have. Okay. If they only have like 10 to 15 minutes, you're not going to be able to do your job in 10 to 15 minutes. Great point. Yes. So, so when can you come back? That's going to be, you can give me a little bit of your time so we can go out on a test drive. Okay. That's very understandable. So let's follow through on that. Are there any things mm-hmm. that you, anything you've learned over over the last 30 years about how to approach the test the test drive? Oh, very very easily. So, once you go through your presentation, right. and you land them on the model that they're interested in, yes. Could I make a copy of your license? I'm going to bring something right around for you to drive. Okay, that's what you do. I got it. Yep. And they say yes, no problem. Okay. Once they give you a license, they want to go on a test ride. Okay. And so, during that test ride, mm-hmm. do you find out more about them as a customer, or, or how do you approach that that test ride? You don't be too talkative because remember, they're in a strange car with strange. Uh, features that they're not accustomed to. It's ah. not like the car they're driving, driving here. 
Very good. Very good. And they have to be safe. So, yeah. Right. So you, you, you take them on a test drive. Now, you don't talk too much, but you explain it. Say, oh, this car has lane departure. Uh, we're on a, a, a street here. There's not too much traffic. Right. Let the wheels, let those left wheels touch that line. You hear that going off? Okay. That's an important safety feature in these cars today. Yes. So you explain the options that in the car, the safety features that they they are very interested in. Okay. So um, that's important. Uh, from mm -hmm. there, you, you're back at the showroom, let's say, and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, they may be more interested in the car. They may be less interested. But as mm -hmm. a sales professional, had it, what's the next step? The next step is once we get back to the showroom, yeah, and uh, I, I say, uh, you uh, come over to my desk, sit down for a minute. Okay. And they come over to sit down. I said, is this the car that you want to uh, proceed with or own today? And they say, uh, yes. If they say yes, do you have a trade-in today? Okay. They say no, no trade-in. Okay. Well, how would you be paying for if you bought anything under the sun right now? How would you be paying for the car? Right. And, and they would tell me. Are you are you looking to finance or lease? Okay. And they would tell you, and then you say, "Well, okay, uh, investment. Nobody knows their budget better than themselves." Right. Since you're going to be financing, how many years do you want to finance for, and how much investment are you going to be taking out of your your account to be put into this car? Right. And around about how much you're looking to spend a month. It comes down to the monthly, doesn't it? I, I've, comes noticed, down to, I've yeah, noticed that. The monthly budget. Yeah. Because, you know, I can sit here and, 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 and try to sell you a $40,000 car, but your budget's $450. I'm in the wrong car. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the other question that's interesting is, uh, and there's more and more leasing going on today, but in, in a nutshell, uh, what's mm -hmm. a, what is the advantages or disadvantages of leasing versus buying? Okay. I know you have, I noticed you haven't bought a car in a few years. Right. I'm going to give you, obviously, anything in life, you got options. Right. I'm going to, my job is to give you the most options why that you're here. Okay. Okay. How many miles a year do you usually drive? You only drive 10,000 miles per year? Okay. So you don't, that tells me you don't go anywhere. Right. Now, 45% of the business that walk through any dealership now, that might be a little low. Yeah. They have been leasing cars. Sure. Oh, you're not interested in lease. Let me ask you why. Then they'll tell you. And the reason why people are mostly not interested in leasing is because they don't understand it. Okay. So I take my time and I explain it to them and they're still not interested. Don't force it on them. Okay. They yeah. want to buy their car. Right. Very traditional type of viewpoint. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So now we'll proceed with the financing part of it. How many How many years do you want to finance for? Okay. And how much you're putting down? And you want a budget around three fifty. So I'm going to give you. Yeah. Say you want to put down five thousand dollars. Right. I'm going to come back with three thousand dollars, four thousand dollars, and five thousand dollars down. Right. And I'm going to give you a sixty month and a seventy two month term. You want to be three fifty a month. 
Now, you know you can stretch your term out to six years, and it's no prepaid penalty if you pay it off early. That right. helps you to get into your budget. At a lower price, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and so they listen. So when I come back, I'm going to have a sheet. It's going to give you a breakdown how much the MSRP of the car is, how much they discount the car for, your rebates, and you want that special APR financing, 0% right. for 60 months. Okay, a question. We you, we use these words, this acronym MS, you know, mm-hmm. MS, what is it, MSR? MSRP, what Manufacturer that? Suggested Retail Price. Okay. That's the sticker that, that's on the car. That's good. Thank you for clarifying that. Uh, mm-hmm. So, that's great. And then they typically will, will go into a mode where they'll, uh, buy the car and you'll prepare it and 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 get the and get it delivered. But what I what's important here uh, is the fact that we're trying to identify who should go into this business. What what's their skill set? What's their personality like versus someone who shouldn't go into it? So based on your experience, okay. what are the attributes that that a good automobile salesperson has to have? Okay. One of the biggest things is, remember, you're in the people business. Okay. You're, you have to have a patient level. People respect somebody that have patience and don't lie. Never lie. Right. Because we already are in a profession that people don't trust us anyway. <laughs> very, very well said. <laughs> so right. You, they don't it, trust automobile salesmen. Right. So you have to earn their trust somehow quickly. There no. you go. You yeah. have to earn your trust. And people know when you're lying because remember the internet and the media and all that, you can do all the research before you get here. And they people They do. know more about the car than you do. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So if they ask you a question about the car and you don't know that question, say, let me find that out and I'll give you the answer. Right. Don't give them an answer and lie. Because they're going to catch you in a line. Now they're not going to trust you. Sure. Very well said. So that's, that's important. Honesty and trust has to be built in. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, one thing is true. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that people will always need and buy cars. So there will always be opportunities for uh, sales professionals in the business. Uh, and... Uh, there are a lot of people, I think, who go into this business, and and very few people, although some, stick with it. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and you've been in it for a long time, so you've seen different sales professionals come and go. Let's say, mm-hmm. and uh, any other attributes that you uh, think are important? Yes. Okay. One, if you sell a car, you start it, you finish it. This is your your baby. Right. Nobody else. Because the customer has a relationship beginning with you, and it should end with you. Right. They see you in the beginning, they see you in the end. What is the end? How do you define the end? When they, when they take delivery of the car, okay. you should be right there. When they go into the business office to sign their paperwork, yeah. never put them on a day on your day off. They're coming here to sign paperwork because... I've seen deals blow up in the business office because I'm not here to answer a question yeah. that we went over and 
I just seen it blow up like that. Sure. I, you talk about the business office. I, I know mm -hmm. that there's a lot of post-sale opportunities for warranties, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. protections, and all of that. And the person in the business office, let's you know, let's face it. I think they they want to pr provide, tell these people about these warranties. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. if you if you don't present that right, or it's not a good chemistry between the the business manager and the and the customer, that that could be difficult, and they could feel that the you know, I don't want all of that stuff, or I do want some of it. So that business right. manager has to be a partner with you. Right. So this is what you do before your customer. After the sale, yep. and they sign their paperwork, it's a waiting period to get into the business office. Okay. So the words off my mouth to my customers is, it's up to you to protect your investment. I am so honored to be part of your history to sell you an automobile. Right. Now you get ready to venture into where you sign your paperwork and everything. And he's going to be selling things. I go over everything that he's going to sell you. Yeah. It's up to you to protect your investment. If it's if it fits and it's affordable, you say yes. If it doesn't, you say no. Two words in your vocabulary: yes or no. Yeah, you don't I, have to take those things. You're referring to warranties. Right, warranties like uh, prime protection, uh, right. uh, wheel and tire, road hazard, they call it. That's up to you. From there, let me ask you about the satisfaction you have gotten from mm -hmm. selling cars through the years. What would be the most, uh, the strongest satisfaction uh, for you? On delivery of the automobile, yeah. when people are picking up their car and you're going over the options in the car, showing them where everything is right. and the biggest smile on their face. And then you say, do you mind if I take a picture of you inside your car? You don't mind if I put this on uh, uh, Facebook and all that to show a happy moment. <laughs> oh. They say yes. Yeah. Then I know they're, they're, they're really in tune into it. Yes. Then afterwards, afterwards, You'll call them up about a day or two days later and yeah. ask them how they're enjoying their car. And then they come out the mouth and say, you know, my brother is interested in car and I'm sending him to you in two days. Okay. That's the most rewarding part. Well, you would get that uh, word of mouth referral. Right. That, Instead that, of, you know, because that's the best referral is a word of mouth. It's on a commission. I, I know that. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to get into a lot of numbers, but... Uh, mm -hmm. If you work full time in this profession and, and you're with a good dealership, and the economy is sort of okay, not great, mm -hmm. not bad, mm -hmm. you know, uh, what can you expect to earn? Give me a, a range, Levi, of like forty to sixty thousand dollars a year. Well, being that you're you're, you're just coming into this business, yeah. if you apply yourself, as anything in life, you have to apply yourself. Right. Just like if I take a basketball player, if he's going to be good, he has to work on his craft. Got you it. have to work on your craft. Right. I, I'm a type of salesman that shows up early, and I don't leave until all, my job is done for the day. Right. Okay. If you cut, first come in this business, you can make anywhere between forty to $60,000 a year. Okay. What about at, I, at the senior level? I know you've won a lot of sales awards. At the senior level, you can make more than that, can't you? I'm in the six figures right now. Okay. Okay. So and I know this is this is this is my thirty third year. Well, at this dealership, right? I've been in the business now for thirty 
seven years. I love I love the cars that I sell. Yeah. yeah, that's another thing. You have to be in love with the product, and you have to know the product. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the flip side of, of satisfaction, uh, Levi, mm-hmm. you know, every job has its frustrating parts. What mm-hmm. What's some of the frustration that you you believe is uh, true in this industry? You might get frustrated when you come in and, and you want to do your job, but you're doing everybody else's job. Okay, yeah. That, that's the most frustrating point. What do you mean by that? Anything in life is a team concept. Right. You know, managers in this business, to me, is not managers anymore. They're coaches. All right. They're supposed to help you with your sale from beginning to end. But when you have to come in and do their job and your job, you get frustrated. Sure. Uh, I understand that. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, do you have any interesting or funny stories of things that happened to you along the way? Yeah. What when I be? first came into business. Yes. I got into business in 1983. Yeah. And I came to the dealership with a friend of mine. And he was buying a car. Right. And they were so rude and, 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 and obnoxious to him. I said, you guys can't sell cars. I could sell cars and, and don't have to be that rude. <laughs> and, they, and they said, oh, you think you can sell cars? I said, yeah, I do. Yeah. They said, i tell you what. Come back tomorrow with a suit on and we'll give you an interview and we'll give you a job if, if, if you pass the interview. Okay. I came back the next day. I had a suit on. They hired me on the spot. Right. Then I came back the next day. I started. I didn't even know the product. I sold three cars that day. Ah, uh, you're able to just quickly understand the customer and the process. Right. Yeah. That's right. Now, back then, you have to be in the business for at least 30 days before you got a demo. That was a car that the dealership furniture to drive around in with a dealer plate. Oh, is that the way it works? Right. Well, it's different. You don't get demos because the insurance and liability is very high. Yeah. But back then, 30 days, if you perform, you got a demo. I sold 15 cars in a week and three days. I'll never forget it. Yep. The general manager said he deserves a demo. I got a demo with less than two weeks. One last question, uh, Levi. Uh, what role, if any, has luck, either good luck or bad luck, played in your career? Me, myself, I like to stay a little Indian. I don't want to be a chief. Okay. And being a chief, I didn't seen, and the chief is managers. Right. Managers are to me like a dime a dozen. Right. If you don't, if your your if your sales force do not perform, and you're not making the money for the dealership, you're going to be out the door faster than me. The manager. Yes. Yeah. Did you ever function as a manager? Early? Yes, I. They I sold so many cars one month, and one of the managers got in trouble. Yep. And so they said, why don't we just promote Levi to the manager? Tell us about that. 
it was a great experience for a month. <laughs> I sold I sold I sold ninety three cars that month, which was a lot of cars. And the, with the salespeople underneath you, they sold yes. with your help ninety three cars. Right. Wow. Right. But they didn't respect me in that power position. Why is that? Back then, I, the 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 color of my skin. Okay. I, I'm a brother. Right. And they didn't respect me, so it lasted for a month, and then they they said I wasn't fired. That they wanted to put me back on the sales force. Now, once you get on the top of the mountain, yeah. it's hard to go back to the bottom of the mountain. Okay. So how did you deal with that? How did I deal with it? Okay. I didn't deal with it. Right. So they 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 said I wasn't fired, but they did fire me because they said, "Come back in an hour, and we'll give you your checks." All right. So once they gave my checks and stuff, that means I was fired. Then I got a letter in the mail three days later, said I wasn't fired. They just want to rearrange my job and put me back as a salesperson. Okay. And I had a bad taste in my mouth, but I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, you you faced uh, you know the discrimination issue being African American, and uh, mm -hmm. I mean that was thirty years ago. Uh, is it is it a little better today? It, could, could could an African American rise to the level of a manager if they were good? It's it's better today. Okay. You know, for the manager position, yeah. but I stay in the position that I'm in because I make more money than a sales manager. So okay. why should I take the responsibility right. of taking on and 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 managing eight nine different personalities underneath of me? When I could come in here, punch a clock, sell my cars, take care of my customers, and go home without me having to have a key to the building and all and everything and take care of people. I really enjoyed learning a little bit more about this, this business, this profession, and uh, uh, I would just want to thank you, uh, Levi, for a participation in the career part. Uh, thank you for having me today. It's been a, been a great conversation.